Hello, and welcome to a new installment of The Sonic Shuffle, the random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. I am the teacher, Dan. I'm one of the students, Morg. And I'm Devin, the other student. And this week, we are reading some issues of Archie Sonic, including uh, the Knuckles Chaotic special. We are returning to do our solemn duty of learning more about Ken Pender's world. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> since we're we are now like firmly in the era where Ken Pender's is uh, in charge of most of the writing. Uh, uh-huh. I can see that. Uh-huh. Uh, it's funny that. Um, <clears throat> That the games are allowed to use, like, some of the Chaotix characters. Hmm. They're not banned from using Vector and well, Charmy and I would, I would say that they existed before before uh, the comics, oh, but... They? Yeah, they... Uh, uh, everyone but Mighty... Has appeared in like some earlier, older thing, but, uh, I think Mighty is, ex- no, wait, no. One of them is like, it's Espio, it's Espio, I'm sorry. Espio is like from Knuckles Chaotix, but the others are, have all appeared in like some older thing. Uh, gotcha, gotcha, okay. gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I, to the best of my knowledge, there isn't any capital N news. Uh, there's, uh, some, oh, okay, here's something. Uh, they made one of those adult coloring books for, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, releases October 25th, uh, 12.99, 64 pages. Okay. Is Starline in it? Uh, I don't know they i ha- i don't think so but this doesn't seem to be an idw or maybe it is actually i'll i'll find out i guess uh there's i'm literally just seeing this tweet that's announcing it and nothing else uh let's... well then i'll have <laughs> to do some research so uh let's just get right into it uh sonic the hedgehog Issue number 30. Uh, uh, we get a, uh, we the get... Snively becomes the man of the house episode. Mm-hmm. It's, this issue's story is called The Return of Uncle Chuck. We open. It, yeah. It's funny it's called that and not like, Snively Strikes or something. It's like, no. Snively's Revenge. Important. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, Uncle Chuck's more important. Yeah, they're like, we know what you're here for. Yeah, we're here for Sonic's Sonic's tragic uncle. Uh, so we open with a panel of Sonic uh, scarfing down chili dogs, belly full, as Uncle Chuck <laughs> delivers even more. Uh, Big and round. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Feeding... Uh, Sonic then wakes up to realize... Oh, also, important thing about this dream. Uncle Chuck is not a robot. Uh, 
Yeah, he's but, got his regular person hands out and everything. No gloves. Yes. He really does just look like Sonic with eyebrows and a mustache. And regular um, person hands no gloves. Also no gloves. That's important. He he does not handle gloves when cooking. Uh, <laughs> he, do, he does not put gloves on when cooking. I feel uh, like you should. <laughs> I feel like when people cook, they... Well, maybe it's a Mobian <clears throat> custom and we just don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe the gloves gloves are actually grosser since they wear them all the time. Oh, you think it's like I wear these when I'm doing my normal activities. These are actually nasty gloves. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I'll um, use my bare hands to cl- cook and clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, as long as you wash your hands. I yeah, that's fine. Sonic wakes up because he was dreaming about Uncle Chuck again. He was uh, eating a shoe. Yeah. Uh, and Sally's like, man, are you good? Uh, he's like reminiscing upon how his uncle got turned into a robot and is under robotic thrall. Uh, I like that his eyes look fucking goofy while he's eating this chili dog. <laughs> yeah, he's... He he fucking loves he loves those dogs. Uh, he's got a lazy eye or something. Going I feel like on. they're trying know. to convey that like both his eyes are looking in the same direction, but because of how his like head is shaped, it just makes it look like he has one massive lazy eye. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, Uncle Chuck, as we know, used to used to run the big chill a local chili dog stand, but. Such is the past. He got turned into a robot. He's under the thrall of Robotnik. And, uh, is being used in, somehow being used to, uh, help, uh, Robotnik plot out his next evil plan. Uh. Yeah, he's apparently the most efficient robot they have. Mm hmm. Uh, uh, he, he's gonna be used as a guinea pig for a trans-dimensional transporter. Uh, which he, the, the editor notes, uh, was used to imprison King Acorn. Uh, I don't so, remember. That's Sully's dad. I didn't know his name is just Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know that Sally's dad, I just forgot that that happened. Also, <clears throat> God, Uncle Chuck looks soulless. Yeah. Uh, well, he's a soulless cold automaton mm-hmm. now, so. Uh, That's rude. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> well, it won't be for long. Uh, Robotnik is too hasty with the, with the uh, teleportation experiment and just puts himself in the void, uh, which conveniently is on the computer. Uh, I love that he puts himself in the void. Nothing like Uncle Chuck doesn't end up in the void or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently the button to send someone to the void is just like pointed at the computer. Mm-hmm. And it's also the same button that makes Uncle Chuck normal. I don't know. Yeah, but not they... not fully normal, but like normal in the head. <laughs> yes. Uh unthralled. Unthralled, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Important to note during this whole uh, uh, Robotnik and Uncle Chuck affair is uh, Snively is giving Robotnik a lot of guff. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Man, you suck ass!" And Robotnik's like, "What was that?" And he's like, "I mean, I love you, sir. I love your boots, and I'd love to kiss mm-hmm. them." Uh, 
so Snively, but, oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Snively, since Robotnik is now in the computer, Snively knows he can just take charge and properly crush the rebellion. Uh, so he sets off to do that. Uh, and Robotnik not happy, obviously. Mm-hmm. He uh, doesn't want to be stuck. He doesn't want Snively disobeying him and running things. He says, Snively, there's no games on this phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He, he could really go for some gaming. Uh, but Sonic, we cut, we see Sonic just at the chili dog stand, where the chili dog stand used to be. It's kind of in ruins. Uh, but wouldn't you know it, Uncle Chuck's here. Uh, uh, normal again. Well, like Mork said, uh, unthralled. Uh, yeah, he's still a robot. And he's mm-hmm. also like, don't be afraid. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm your, your good uncle again. I'm just still mm-hmm. metal. Yes. Uh, and he just believes him. Yeah. No problem. Well, it's Uncle Chuck. Why would he lie? So true. He loves his Uncle Chuck and his delicious chili dogs. Uh, with a mustache like that, how could you ever be bad? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he's got kind of a Captain Crunch look with that mustache. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can see it. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, so we, we cut to later. They're at Knothole. Uncle Chuck has begun cooking for Sonic. Uh, <laughs> it just starts like a grill. It's just got a regular grill with some chili and hot dogs. He's like, Sonic, I have something vital to tell you. Give me a second while I go grill. Mm-hmm. He's grill pilled. He, he just wants to grill. He but... just wants to grill. Yeah. He can't eat the food anymore, so at least... <laughs> yeah. We're just Sonic for that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Making food for other people is better for him. I like that he says there's no time to be eating Sonic, and yet he's still cooking. Like yeah. he's yeah, he still goes and makes food for him. Like he's like, there's no time. We have to talk about something super important right now. As he's getting out the grill and starting it up, and then they're like, "Wow, Snively isn't." running things he's a piece of shit what's he gonna do i hope he doesn't do anything weird like wear robotnik's clothes or something mm-hmm. <laughs> uh he's she asks nicole to like calculate what'll happen and nicole says the results are the complete and total destruction of the planet seems uh, bad mm-hmm. uh Nicole's like, this dude's gonna fuck things up so bad. Yeah, Nicole's like, somehow he's worse than Robotnik. (laughs) Like, by level of incompetency, like, he's just gonna ruin everything. Instead of roboticizing everything, he's gonna destroy the planet. Yeah. It, it's, well, we, we know from Perfect Chaos that, uh, Robotnik has a tendency to get his, uh, lackeys, his lackeys have a tendency to do that unchecked. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, uh, Uncle Chuck decides he's gonna be the spy for them while, in order to figure out a solution. 
and we then see Robotnik and Snively. And Snively has made... Snively is just dressed like Robotnik right now. It's Robotnik yeah. hates it. He's so upset. Robotnik is so pissed. He's like, how dare you? Red's not even your color. Do you think um, Robotnik just has, like, smaller, like, outfits like that? Or do you think Snively, like, made one specifically like I that? I think Snively has been making this in secret and, like, wears it when nobody's looking or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, stands in front of the mirror and he, like, says in a mocking Robotnik voice, like, Oh, I'm so dangerous. <sighs> he might get, like, robots to make it for him. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Uh, Snively's plan is to create a smaller teleporter and put it on a plane so he can just swallow up entire sections of Mobius. Uh, Slurp. Yep. Uh, Swallow. Um, he, like, passes, like, Uncle Chuck comes in pretending to be evil robot and he's like, construct this and... Um, yeah, Uncle Chuck, like, gives the plans to Sonic and his crew, Mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, they, uh, Sonic heads into, uh, whatever warehouse is, they're supposed to go to, to, uh, oh yeah, the, the, uh, warehouse where the plane is being kept. But he just sort of ends up in the void. He also gets zapped to the void. Um, He's just, like, stuck in a TV Mm -hmm. on Snively. Yeah, and Snively, like, puts him in, like, his license plate. Yeah. Yeah! Snively just has, like, a fucking screen on his little plane, and Sonic's upset. My vanity plate is Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, uh... Snively has a great little helmet. It's almost, it, it's just got like a little S on it for Snively. It's, it's great. Yeah, it has a lightning bolt through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's been planning this for so long. Yeah. Uh, Sonic calls him a sicko. Uh, he does! He's like, <laughs> yes. wow, you're a, more of a sicko than Robotnik. Yeah. Snively's flying his plane saying, yes! Ha <laughs> ha Yes! <laughs> Real sicko hours in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's just teleporting away huge chunks of nature. Uh, when, um, yeah. He's he's Sonic's like you're gonna ruin this fucking planet, and Snively Snively's like, well, if the fucking Rebels surrender to me, I won't. And they're, Sonic's like, they'll never! And then he keeps making void puns. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, uh, he's intercepted when, uh, Uncle Chubb comes in on a little, uh, flying ship to, uh, get in a dogfight with him. I did not realize in these that uh, Uncle Chuck was talking to someone and like we figure out who it is later but yeah. I like could not understand what he was looking at he's just looking at the screen looking at the camera like he's on the office being like 
I can't stop Snively from using the transporter. Yeah, he's talking to us, the audience. Yeah. And we're uh, saying correct. <laughs> yeah, we're saying, like, but you have to. Uh, anyway, Sonic's throat game uh, causes Snively to crash. Yeah. God, that is what happens! What Sonic- the fuck? I've been thinking about this ever since I read it. Mm-hmm. I was sure I missed something, but... Nope. I don't understand! He just, he just <laughs> eats a whole chili dog and it shocks Snively out... Snively and distracts him. He's well, not just one lowly chili dog. Sonic does just go for two at once. Mm-hmm. He swallows two at once. It says chomp. Snively's like, what's that? And it distracts- <laughs> Snively says, what the fuck, man? And it distracts him enough that Uncle Chuck can get a blast in on him. Yeah, Sonic's got the- he's got the glizzy gulper. He's uh, got the glizzy gulper. <laughs> Sonic throat goat supreme over here. Uh, Sonic and Nancy Reagan are holding hands. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Uh, so, Uncle Chuck, uh, is able to, uh, lay down some more fire. Uh. Sonic does puns. Everyone's mm-hmm. punning. Yeah. Uh. Unfortunately, in their efforts, uh, uh, Uncle Chuck resummons Dr. Robotnik and drops him in to uh snively ship this is uh, who he was talking to before <laughs> oh yeah yeah uh, <laughs> he, he fucking squashes snively with his ass mm-hmm. yeah robotnik's like hey snively you ever play elden ring mm-hmm. i'm uh, sure this joke is incredible <laughs> there, there's a there's a, a a move in Elden Ring where you just uh, jump up in the air and slam down into the ground with your ass, and it creates a shockwave so strong it kills enemies. Are you That's kidding? Incredible! I'm not joking. Is this a fucking like Mario Ground? You pack? slam down with your ass. You slam down with your ass, and it creates a shockwave. It does damage. Damn! It's actually a really good move. It does a lot of stagger. I gotta Sounds play this game. Amazing. Uh, oh god um but yeah robotnik's like yeah i i had to make a promise with uncle chuck not to fucking kill the freedom fighters right now because i was freed i don't know it's a whole thing Yeah, i'm surprised he kept this promise me too uh there is a note that says we'll see how long that lasts from the editor Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he he does, and then Sonic correct uh, congratulates the beautiful couple. Yeah, he literally calls them couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, isn't that his nephew? <laughs> yeah, that's his nephew. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, Uncle Chuck's part of the huh. crew now. Yay! Uh, we get a backup story. Uh. Drawn with pencils by Patrick Spaziente, so everything looks a little nicer, but also Robotnik has bigger teeth. He, uh, we can uh, see yeah. inside his mouth. <laughs> mm-hmm. We get a great shot of his uvula. He's slobbering. <laughs> like, the art looks good, it's just very, like, weird seeing this panel mm. specifically. <laughs> Go once again, it's always a fun game of, like, spotting what the artist is particularly fond of drawing. And for this one, I think it's teeth. Yeah, gonna... I, 
I'm gonna have to like pay three hundred dollars to see if I can get Vor art from Patrick Spaziente. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, this man loves mouths. Fuck. Uh, so you do see inside of um, the fuck is his name? Holy coconuts? shit! Coconuts. Coconuts. I was gonna call him bananas, and I'm like, that's not his fucking name. <laughs> See inside uh, coconut's mouth too. Um, yeah. He is very excited yeah, about. And you bananas. see inside of like, uh, 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 God, what's the rabbit's name? Oh God, uh, we're both oh, struggling. Yeah, bunny rabbits. Just... Yeah, in the last page, you get a yeah bunny rabbit panel where she's got one hell of a mouth. Uh, I know, guy loves mouths. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, expressive, at least. Um, yeah, but yeah, he, yeah. he's like. Robotnik sends him down to get the fucking Chaos Emeralds. Who yeah. keeps stealing my Chaos Emeralds? He's talking about an anteater? I don't know. Yeah, uh, he's just got a little, it's a little four page story where Coconuts goes on a mission to recover Chaos Emeralds, but, uh, he's gotta trap this mysterious individual who escapes all of his traps that he literally got from Wily e. Coyote. Uh, yeah, you ever see Wiley e. Coyote in Roadrunner? He literally does, huh? Because he mentions yeah. a coyote later. Yeah, he like uh-huh. calls. He says he got the traps from his quote coyote coyote friend. friend. Yeah. So, jot that down. That's canon. Uh, so, after messing up two traps or three traps, actually, uh, uh, ro- uh. The mysterious thief escapes. Robotnik punishes Coconuts by putting him in a grinder, uh, reducing him to just a head. Uh, well, uh, Bunny grinder. And Sally... This isn't Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Sally and Bunny reveal. They were, they stole the Chaos Emeralds to wear as jewelry for a charity dance. Uh. That seems, um. dangerous. Yes, extremely. Okay. To wear the okay, emeralds but, as jewelry. <laughs> okay, but whenever Tails gets his hand on the emerald, he just like uses them as like, fuel for his car. True. So, True. Yeah, they just really like No use- one's really. Using the emeralds correctly. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. what. The honestly, f- if mm-hmm. I don't honestly, if Robotnik wasn't evil, he would be the only one doing them right. Because every time he gets them, he's like, "I'm going to use them to like power my city." Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, yeah, that's free energy right there. I mean, that is kind of what Tails is doing. It's just only his car mm-hmm. <laughs> for his one car. <laughs> Uh, so, that ends issue 31, and we move on to the Knuckles Chaotic special. Uh. Let's go. Uh, so, oh, whoops, accidentally opened something. Hang on. Uh, there we go. Oh, Script yes. Ken Penders. Yep. Uh. Uh-huh. Let's see, the Knuckles. It's an adaptation of the hit new Sega 32X game, Knuckles Chaotix. Uh, 
Script by Mike Kantarevic and Ken Penders. Uh, and all of, as well as a couple backup stories also written by Ken Penders and one with Ken Penders penciling. So that'll be good. Uh, is, great. is the, isn't this the game that like you said is hard to find? Yeah. It's really, it's this really obscure game. Uh, I don't know how, how hard it would be to find, but it's, it, it is a, a very obscure title. Uh, I'm gonna check eBay to see how much this goes for. Knuckles. Yeah, the most I know about it is from the fact that, uh, in Cat's, uh, Big the Cat's Big Adventure, uh, it's like Shadows, like at least people can play my game. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, it looks like a cartridge for Knuckles Chaotix for the Sega 32X is $75, uh, right. at minimum. Uh, wow. Well, Patreon goals. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, everything past that is more in the, uh, 150 to like $300 range. Uh, I think I'm just going to visit uh, a certain layer of a certain individual named Vin. Uh, but, uh, until then, uh, we get, <laughs> we get this, we get this little, uh, prelude, uh, in a great font that is definitely easy to read because Sonic and Robotnik's yeah. faces are behind it. Mm. Yeah, my eyes definitely aren't straining. Mm -hmm. Tall trees, lush fields of grass, cool, clear, crystal streams of water. These are but a few of the elements that comprise the floating island, giving the impression of an unending paradise. As with everything in nature, however, there is a balance. For every known quantity, there is the unknown. For every field of vegetation, there exists a patch of arid desert sand. For every explored territory, there lie uncharted regions. And for every friend, there exists the predators. For ages, visitors have been few and far between. With the war now being waged below upon the surface of Mobius, between the forces of that, that evil despot, Dr. Ivo Robotnik, and the valiant Sonic the Hedgehog, and his courageous band of freedom fighters, it was inevitable that the floating island would be drawn into the conflict. But as a haven to escape the harshness and cruelty of the war, were a beachhead used by one side to overcome the other? Uh, so, yeah, we see the floating island. Uh, we I do love whenever we get to the floating island and they're like, this island, it has so many secrets. And I'm just like, I mean, it doesn't look that big. Yeah. Although it does seem to have more stuff on it than I think. And then like the I know. the scale keeps changing. Obviously like this this intro page like is just stylized cuz Knuckles is humongous on it otherwise. Mm. Yeah, but I just remember comics where like Knuckles is like, "Ah, back to my floating island. Oh, I'm in the desert section of it now." And I'm just mm. like, "How?" It I to be fair, they, they the reference they would be going off of is the entirety of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. So, they that's assume true. anything, 
Anything in that game is on the island. Uh, Alright. Yeah. So, uh, the, we see that, uh, everyone is here at a big carnival, uh, that's being thrown for the Freedom Fighters. Uh, where does carnival I have to, um, I have to, uh, read the uh, intro prelude. Oh, absolutely. Real quick. The fabled floating island of Mobius. A nice place to visit. Or at least it would be if tourism wasn't frowned upon by the natives. Thanks, Ken. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, uh, in fact, Knuckles is here right now, uh, at this, uh, carnival telling them that he didn't ask, he did not invite them here. They just set this up. Uh. Also, like, I'm so confused on who lives on this island. Yeah, it's. Like, how did this get set up? I, you know, it's not just Knuckles that lives here then, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. From what I can tell, the people who live on the island are Knuckles and the Chaotix, which is Vector, Espio, Charmy, and Mighty. Uh, and then this rat guy. Mm-hmm. This guy. Yeah, seems- but it's always like Knuckles is surprised when he sees, like, another living creature on this island. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man... You've li- you live here though. Yeah. Your house. Uh Uh Sonic is surprised by this because like he if he if uh Knuckles didn't invite them here then who did? And it is in fact this evil cartoon rat named Renfield T Rodent. Well, we uh, don't know he's evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the red eyes and the incredibly upbeat business suit tell us nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that when he's like, here, go into this hall of mirrors for no reason, his dark silhouette means nothing. Yeah. Uh, they, they go into the hall of mirrors and, uh, there's just like a sudden flash of light that, uh, puts everyone but Knuckles inside a mirror. Uh, and also it took away Knuckles' powers. He doesn't have the, uh, spikes on his knuckles anymore. Also, his hair got shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, um, I forgot is one of the reasons he can glide is because he uses his locks to do so, question mark. Yes. Uh, I I am noticing now that he they did make it shorter for this. He mentions uh, yeah, it. Yeah, he even says. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Knuckles, uh, flees and wonders what the hell he's gonna do now. Uh, yeah. At first, I also thought like he got sent to another dimension where like no one exists. Um, because everyone who was at the carnival isn't there anymore. Yeah, they all got put into the mirror world. But Eggman, Eggman was like, or sorry, Robotnik. I don't know why I keep going back and forth. Robotnik is like, I want you around to see this happen. Ah. I just, I have to like remind, um, 
no one really except myself that in the first spread of this like carnival we saw um amy we saw uh porker lewis we saw that horrible skunk oh Amy. we saw yeah yeah no everyone's here the horrible skunk is a different skunk (laughs) oh is this a different horrible skunk yeah because they have like pink boots and not the hat on i don't know maybe he has like different outfits yeah true. Uh, it could be him it could be the horrible skunk uh we've <laughs> true we've got all the like characters from like the sally miniseries uh yeah none of them are there when like they get out of said mirror world unless they all went into the hall of mirrors at once i think that is what happened because that's why he couldn't find like anyone help and he's like later he's like surprised to see charmy because he's like why weren't you at the park like everyone else? So I think so like this rat just got everyone to stop what they were doing on their fun carnival games and go into the horrible hall of mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's legitimately like what this is telling us, which is sick. Fucking stupid. Because personally, every time I go to the carnival, I know immediately when someone says, hey, go into the hall of mirrors, I say yes. Because, like, yeah, there's, like, garbage on the ground and stuff when we see the, like, robot. Yeah, which is why I thought Knuckles was sent to another dimension. I was like, oh, he was sent to the empty realm. No, no, everyone else was sent to the empty (laughs) realm. (laughs) Which is way dumber. So much stupider. Um, also did like robotnik just send like the entirety of the freedom fighters like you're invited to a fun carnival like invites yes yes he got all of their addresses and didn't just like show up and kill them he instead was like this is perfect i guess it's it's the perfect plan i love cartoon villains i do love to see eggman like over the um over the what is it called the roller coaster and it's like used as his mustache here i'll I'll send a picture and yeah no i i see the one you're looking at it's really good it's good i just i love cartoon villain plans instead of being like i'll show up to your house and i'll kill you it's i'll send you an invite to a fun carnival which i'll build so you'll go into the hall of mirrors mm-hmm. and then he i can put his- you in the mirror dimension he loves his carnivals. He loves his fucking amusement parks. This motherfucker. He's, he's a theme park guy. Uh, yeah, this motherfucker is going to the Disney theme park uh, during COVID, not standing six feet away from people and saying, wow, I'm so safe. He would, I think he would do it on purpose. <laughs> I know, that's why he would. I, I think he would just try to annoy other people by making them think he gave them COVID. Uh, yeah, he would be, like, coughing everywhere comically. You know he wouldn't wash his hands after literally everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Knuckles is... does not know what to do when suddenly a small bee boy passes by. Uh, this a funny changes- little guy. This bee changes sizes so much. I know it's like 
the uh, <laughs> I know the idea is that the bee is in like the foreground and then the background, but like it just looks like he's changing sizes instead yeah. for some reason. Because the first time he appears, he looks like he's knuckle size. Then he looks like he's like teeny tiny when he's about to hit the tree, mm. and like <laughs> I don't know and. Uh. Like, they're next to each other. Like, am I stupid? Like, I don't know. I, I don't mean to nitpick this, but I've just been, like, trying staring at this one page and being like, what size is Charmy? Charmy mm-hmm. is whatever size the plot requires. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the other chaotic show up, too. Uh, SBO, uh, being a chameleon, reveals himself after having blended in with the tree. And Charmy uh, says, hey, why are you eavesdropping? He's like, I wasn't. I was just sitting invisible on the stream. I need my own business. It's He likes Which, to do cool. it. Uh, he loves Ve- it. Vector comes by listening to music on his Walkman. Because uh, he's cool. <laughs> he's yeah. so cool. And he I'm always to- trying to decide if he uh, is wearing um, a jacket of a crocodile. Mm-hmm. It, he, he's it got looks... these weird cuffs on his shoulders. I know. Yeah. It makes it look like he's in an amusement park costume. He's mm-hmm. wearing like, yeah, is he wearing a fucking alligator coat or crocodile coat or whatever? It's or just is... his arms that do this. He looks like a Lego character. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Uh, Maybe he's from JoJo Part 3. There's... Yeah, he's made of tires. Uh <laughs> He, um, he's just fucking singing along and, like, he's not paying attention at all until someone steals his headphones, so they actually yeah. listen. Uh, and, of course, is, of course, also here is Mighty the Armadillo smashing through a cave Who? wall. Who? Uh, yeah. Who? Uh, he, he's like, And it's two good friends. His two good friends, Bomb and Heavy. I will Who? say, uh, Who? Knuckles? Bomb what? and Heavy are in Knuckles Chaotix and to the best of my knowledge, no other game. They're like these weird joke characters that are part of the story. Or these, so, in Knuckles Chaotix, between stages you get to like select the characters through like a claw machine game. Sick. Uh, and if you fuck it up, uh, you get either Bomb or Heavy, who, uh, are- Bomb explodes and hurts you, and Heavy is very, very slow and makes it hard for you to move around. Uh. Um, Bomb and Heavy are just muscles and sunglasses from- Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> fucking Kyle XY? Yeah. It's <laughs> muscles and sunglasses. It's literally, it looks like Heavy looks like he has sunglasses when he first appears. Mm-hmm. Uh. So. But also, who is Mighty? <laughs> like. Mighty is. Well, I've mentioned Mighty before. Mighty is a character from. Yeah. Uh, an arcade game, uh, that did not come to the US. Uh, and also. Uh, he's in Sonic Mania. Uh, he never shows up, like... Oh, I guess in Sonic Mania he shows up then. But I was gonna yeah. say, he never shows up again while, like, yeah. SBO, Charmy, and 
Vector do show up in other games later, yeah. like other 3D games, but yeah, mm-hmm. I guess he's in... Yeah, uh, the sequence of these panels, um, comprises my favorite thing, which is Knuckles constantly being like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Constantly looking around confused. Uh, he's like, this is my house and I didn't know at least like five discreet other people were living here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, Bob and Heavy have, have to explain their backstory, which is, they're repair robots, but uh, uh, Robotnik accidentally gave them sentience. Yeah, uh, the greatest life line is, he did such a good job, he gave us a conscience, and also a conscience. Yeah, consciousness, consciousness. and consciences. Uh, such a hard set of words to say. Robotnik keeps <laughs> doing this. He did he this. He loves to do it. He did this for um uh Gamma. He did this for the robot that always hangs out with Rouge the Bat and Shadow the Hedgehog, whose name I will learn eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh he He just does it. Sometimes on purpose, some in this case it was by accident, but I think he just likes the uh more he he's very in he's very fond of the video game Detroit Become Human and sci-fi stories. Uh, uh, what if what if robots were sentient and could think? Oh, you uh, know he loved Detroit Become Human. He sees no issues with it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, God, this motherfucker loves David Cage. Uh, he loves David Cage games. God. He's never gotten a good ending, though, specifically because he loves being, like, violent in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, like, has a fucking real setup. Uh, he he gets the QTEs wrong in Heavy Rain because it's funny. Uh, it is. <laughs> it is funny. Fuck. Uh, He's right. But- I want to see. I want to see Robotnik stream. I want to see oh, <laughs> Robotnik oh. be a streamer. There's there's this really good cover for one of the issues of IDW Sonic where it's like, it's like it's Robotnik like in a VR setup, just uh, messing with Sonic and his friends. Oh yeah, I remember Let's, that one. Let's go. Yeah, there's even like a little chat. You can see like stuff from uh, Metal Sonic and Doctor Starline. Uh, Let's the- go. Yeah, that was real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bomb and Heavy, uh, before they escaped Robotnik, uh, grabbed a chest full of, uh, of power gems. Of cool rocks. Mm-hmm. Wow, cool rocks. And it's perfect for their plans. Just a bunch uh, of Z crystals. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're, they're gonna charge up in J.O. Uh, fuck. So, Knuckles uh, would be the bi- person who posts the "I'm Jano" with the buds. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, for, yeah, he always wears a crystal around his neck. Uh, he he needs to charge it up with a bro. Uh, oh, but uh, he never has a bro around because he likes to work alone. Mm-hmm. Damn, it's, it's tragic, really. Uh, it's so tragic. I'm realizing as I read this particular comic that, uh, I think the, like, 
part one, part two, part three things is like divided up by ads. I think there's just like oh. an ad between each one because yeah, you can the delineation like, on the is weird. Mm-hmm. On the very edges of these like pages of these scans, you can see like uh like the the uh page on the other side of the uh book. Yeah. And, and like I'm looking at the one for the start of part three and it doesn't match up, which makes me realize that must have had an ad. Maybe for the animals. I don't know what, but yeah. An ad for uh James Pond two or something like that. Uh, for Gex. For Gex. Uh, Bubsy 3D. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we get, uh, Robotnik and Renfield, uh, T. Roden just, uh, celebrating their, their successful plans. Uh, but then they notice, for some reason, all the rides have been turned back on, uh, which means that uh, someone's messing with it. This might be part of a plan from Knuckles. Uh, so he summons Mecha Sonic, last seen in issue 25. Uh, okay, here's a quick question. How do mm-hmm. we feel about whenever Mecha Sonic has, like, a mouth? I... I prefer a mouthless. Yeah, I prefer uh, when he has like as little expression as possible, just kind of no talk me angie. Yeah. Yeah, or like if he has like a like there's like a robot like robot teeth like that don't mm-hmm. open but like kinda yeah. it still looks like a mouth, but it doesn't like open and close like a mouth. Yeah. yeah he still looks like, like no talk me angie, but Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a vent <laughs> or something. Yeah, like a vent or something. I think this is supposed uh, to be a vent. I just like it kept shifting like like you know a mouth would, and I was yeah. like, no, no, Metal Sonic is supposed to have no talk me angry. Yeah. Uh, so Robotnik sends him out to find Knuckles, uh, and uh, so he does, uh. Knuckles and his Chaotix, uh, fight Metal Sonic. Uh, uh, there's, they, they show off the tether ring thing that's from, that you use in the video game. Uh. Yeah, I don't know the video game, so I was like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mighty punches him through two stalls, uh, uh, he sure bomb just bomb just explodes, and they they just tell us he's gonna reform later. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Devin didn't see him reform later. We talked about this before you were on. Call. I thought he died. He, he thought he died. <laughs> I thought he died, and everyone was fine with it. But he does appear later. It's just yeah. very like uh. They say at the top of the page after that. He can just pull himself back together. But. Okay, but like, they said that and I didn't see him later, so I was like, are you sure? Uh. Metal Sonic turns into his final boss form from the video game. Uh. Which 
they solve by making Knuckles gigantic. I can't yeah. remember if making people big is a thing in the game or not, but he can do it here. Uh, big. I like that he's yeah. the big one, even though he doesn't have the powers. He's like, I yeah. will become big. Mm-hmm. I will still punch him. Even yeah, though- and then later he gets powers back, and he's like, oh, great. Yeah. Cool, I already punched him without my pointy knuckles, but this mm-hmm. still helps. Also, yeah. the energy that makes him big makes everyone explode from the mirrors? Yeah, so... No, they, he, they, like, they ex- punches the big guy onto the Hall of Mirrors, That's right. which breaks them and frees everyone. Yeah. That's uh, right, because it, it's like, should this war of the gargantuans spell into my Hall of Mirrors? It's just funny that they were, like, literally stuck in the mirrors is what they're saying (laughs) like it's they weren't just teleported somewhere it's like no they were trapped yeah uh uh robotnik or sorry knuckles just smashes metal sonic to pieces now that he's got his little pointy knuckles back uh and robotnik escapes uh, Renfield tries to go with him, but he gets kicked off, uh, his little getaway roller coaster cart. Uh, and, uh, Renfield, uh, tries to run after him, but is trapped under a little, under the little dome at the entrance. He just looks like he's put in a mouse trap. Yeah, he's in a little mouse trap. Like, like from the, the from like the, the board game. Board game, yeah. Uh, womp womp. Uh, we get a little page of fan art from children. Uh, a 12 year old and all. Of Sonic fighting the horrible skunk while Sally falls in love with Knuckles. Yeah. Uh, oh, Sally it is. Cannon. It is the horrible skunk because he's got the pink shoes. Okay. <laughs> you were right. Uh huh. Uh, there's a little. <laughs> uh,. We and then uh we finish this uh story with uh uh Renfield being arrested by cops who look like lemons. Uh, <laughs> I thought they were Muppets characters. They yeah. look like Muppets. Uh, I was like, damn the Muppets are here. Muppets I, we, are here. I guess the cops are I guess the plant people are the cops. Uh so also how'd the cops get to the floating island? Why are there cops here? Why are there cops here? Did did they This get begs invited? the question, is there just like a regular like society up here and like Knuckles doesn't know about it because he never leaves the like temple with uh, <laughs> uh emerald? Yes, that is Much what it is. There's like a regular like society, he's like, Oh damn, I'm all alone protecting this island and people are like, What? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Hey Knuckles, uh, uh, you should. Hey, do you want to come over yeah. here? Yeah, <laughs> hang out with us. No. Uh, <laughs> oh none no. None of them want. So Knuckles and the Chaotix don't want to form a team, but they do anyways. Yeah. Uh, they refuse, except they don't. Um yeah. Also, this is yeah. It's just called the Chaotix. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, where did this even come from? Mm-hmm. Uh, we we get a little story of uh, the Chaotix playing tag. Uh, 
uh, uh, and at the end of it, uh, uh, Espio finds a weird little guy, uh, but doesn't really know what's, what his deal is. He just, like, teleports away and says good day. We don't see him very well. He's just in shadow. There's more weird scaling stuff. This particular story doesn't look very well drawn. Uh, it's drawn by... No. Uh, Harvo, whoever that is. Uh, probably... I, I don't know who that is, but... Then we get another story. This one drawn by Ken Penders. Uh, the hunt is on. The hunt is on. Uh, the hunt is on. Uh, they're they're uh, hunt. They're under attack by a mysterious new individual named Archimedes. Uh, uh, we see Vector fall into a trap hole. Uh, Rip. And he bonks his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace, Vector. Mm-hmm. He's he's fine. He's dead, but he's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they hear a whistling sound, and it's a bunch of little blue spears uh, coming after them. They explode on impact. Uh, and Charmy like gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. Uh. They're just getting picked off one by one. Yeah. Uh, SPOC. Also, this is confusing. This does list? Huh? Sorry. I was just going to say this is kind of confusing where it's like, are you little fella? And then it's like, that's him. Maybe, maybe not. And then it's like, what do you mean? He's there. And then Mm. they're like, it's just like weird. Like a weird exchange yeah. of like, oh, they're looking for Charmy, but then Knuckles is like, no, that's not him. Except it is. Yeah, th- there's also a very funny part where like Knuckles is like, okay, but have we seen Espio in a while? And Espio is like, once again, still like just on a tree. Yeah. yeah, he's fine. He's just on a tree, but it's just super like, it's just a weird like, he changes his mind and he's thinking about Espio instead. Yeah, <laughs> we see a forward facing Espio and it doesn't look great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, some characters you just can't draw forward facing. Mm-hmm. His forehead's so lumpy. He's got a big forehead ridge. Sometimes uh, you draw like a character in three fourths profile, and you're like, "I will never draw you face on." Mm-hmm. Uh, Sometimes Knuckles looks a little funny face on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like in this comic. Yes. Yes. Uh. Mighty gets attacked by a robot. Uh, yeah, just like a random robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice color. They punch each other, and they're both tired at the end. Uh, <laughs> yeah! He's just splayed spray- out with his crotch, just like... Mm-hmm. Sunbathing. Yeah. He's sunning his balls. Yeah. Yeah. Or sunning his butthole. Is that the trend? I Yeah, it's I'm, the butthole. Yeah, it's the butthole. Oh yeah, he's sunning his butthole to allow um the sunlight to absorb directly into his mm-hmm. um system it, or however they yeah, think that works. It it gives you a lot of vitamin D or something. I I bet <laughs> probably. I don't know. I, don't, I have no clue. Uh Espio gets grabbed by uh someone the size of a man. 
This entire comic's funny because it's like, oh shit, someone's picking us off one by one. But it's not like they like disappear. No. It's like, oh shit, we gotta go find them. No, it's, he's always just kind of like, I don't know, just leave him. Except they do, like, we do find out that they're all taken because they're all at the same place. So it's like. Because Knuckle just like leaves. Knuckles. My man. If you're worried about. They're all like, hey man. We could go back and get our friends. And he's like, nah. Gotta focus on the mission. Uh, so Knuckles realizes he's the last one standing. Uh, and a mysterious voice tells him that, that, uh, that this could have been easier if they all stuck together. Uh, yeah, it could have. What's more important, Knuckles? Your friends or the mysterious threat? Uh, and the issue ends with uh, uh, telling us to uh, read about Knuckles' next adventure in Sonic the Hedgehog number 31 on sale December 1995. Damn. Uh, uh, so. Can't wait. Glad to know Knuckles in every, like, continuity is the same guy who where someone's like, Hey man, I have something important to tell you. He's just like, not now. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Not now. Sorry, I can't well, think about that. Like, there's he has various levels of like being fooled and stuff, though, or being like kind of a himbo. Like that changes, but he's still just like, no, I'm very one track. He's very one track minded, regardless of what continuity he's in. Yeah, because I'm just, I'm always caught up with, like, Knuckles at the start of Sonic Adventures being like, damn, what's my past? Where did all my people go? And Takal being like, hey, let me show you, bud. And him being like, I'm sorry, I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knuckles d- Knuckles is doing his any percent run. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's ignoring the lore. Anytime someone tries to give him character dialogue, he's mashing that, like, continue button. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure, for sure. He's clipping uh, into the floor to try to, like, zoom to another boss. Uh, so, issue 31. Uh, we uh, covered by Spaziente. Uh, this, this issue story, a robot rides the rails. Uh, a robot gets railed. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I uh, love this cover photo, which just like has a transformer on it. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? Yeah, that's Megatron I'm, right there. I'm loving that star, Starscream. I think that's Starscream. Uh, we also get Robotnik and little conductor's hat. Yeah, great. that's good. And we get the return uh, of the horrible skunk. The horrible skunk is here again <laughs> to continue being horrible. Uh, I don't remember him from before. Like, I remember what he looks like, but I don't remember him being this scummy. Yeah, I for yeah, some reason it, remembered him being cool. Yeah, he was pretty alright when he first showed up. He's pretty bad in this one. He's yeah, so I was, bad. I was just like, oh, hey, I remember that guy. I remember him being cool. And then, like, yeah. two seconds in, I'm like, wow, he sucks ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I... I I was like, I don't remember his personality, but he sucks. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, Script and Pencils by Ken Penders. Well, would you look at that? Uh, Is that why the skunk sucks? Well, I mean, that's one reason. Uh, (laughs) So, I'll talk more about it when we actually meet him, but... uh, So, Sally is on top of a train. A moving train. Uh, She's, like, doing a plan... Where she, uh, she's, like, trying to sabotage whatever's being delivered by this train. Uh, oh. I'm good. Sorry. Okay. She gets on the train. She, like, has to jump off a bridge onto it. And, uh... Sonic goes after, and the other characters get on a plane to also go after it. Uh, Planes, trains, and automobiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sally is able to uh, get inside the train, where she finds a big robot that's going to be used for one of Robotnik's plans. Where she finds Starscream. Yeah, she finds Starscream. Uh, Sonic is about to get on the train, but gets shot with a laser. And, uh, Sally is being grabbed by a pair of hands. By a mysterious Uh, shadowy figure. Uh, as it turns out, it's Jeffrey St. John, who isn't wearing gloves. Uh, yeah, and puts his disgusting hands all over Sally's mouth. But it's fine, because he's going to clean it off real quick. Yeah, he kisses her. Uh, so, Jeffrey St. John is Ken Penders trying to write a James Bond-style character. Wow, he's doing uh, a real bad... Well, you know what? No, no he's, he's doing, doing a, a good real job. good job at it. <laughs> That's the problem. He's doing a good job. Um, so that's the thing about James Bond is that he kind of sucks. He's a disgusting sex pervert, uh, <laughs> just like James Bond. Yeah, just perfect. Great. Uh, Hooray. Haven't, it's funny that we're, aren't you, aren't you listening to Kill James Bond now, Dan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're it's, like, yep, <laughs> she's yeah. familiar. It's very interesting because I've, uh, I've only really experienced James Bond through, like, pastiches, parodies, Uh and learning about the source material, I understand why people make fun of it so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can I tell a fun little uh, story from my childhood relating to James Bond? Please. Absolutely. So when I was a young kid, um, uh, there was a nice boy who lived down the street before I knew what the word uh, being gay was. And I really liked this nice boy, and he was obsessed with uh, James Bond. So I read the entirety of the young James Bond novels, so I had a reason to talk to him. And so I would go over to his house all the time, and we would watch James Bond movies. And I would never really enjoy it, but I was like, I'm getting to hang out with him, so that's fun. (laughs) That's beautiful. I know. That's that's awesome. And that's how I know some weird things about James Bond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Damn. Uh... Like the the fact that there were young James Bond novels where he was a small precocious child who sucked. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I knew there were James Bond novels. I did not know there were young James Bond novels. I know I they knew, sucked. 
I knew about the cartoon James Bond Jr., which I have never seen, but have heard many things about. I don't um, think I can, like, tell you the names of these books. I just have this, like, dark memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what we do for our crushes. I know. It's messed up. A, tr- a tragic tale of romance. Uh, Here's a shitty tale of romance the fucking skunk that i don't know he just gives me bad vibes he he does very much establish that he's an adult man well uh, i was he also he is he giving also me such grabbed, bad vibes i was like oh good he's the villain of this arc he also like grabs sally like i know it's like just to <sighs> it's not even pulling her out of danger or anything he's just grabbing her and being like Hey, how, what are you doing? I'm gonna kiss you without asking you. Cool. Yeah. I thought this was like uh, fake for so long because Sally keeps asking him questions and he answers them with like things that sound like lies. Where she's like, "Hey, um, where's the rest of your crew?" And he's like, "Oh, um, they're just up front doing something else." But they are. I know. And I was just they like, are. "Oh, so it's a lie." Like he's lying. And then like they just are. Yeah. Uh so uh he explains that uh he and his boys are uh also trying to sabotage the robot because it's heading to whatever part of Mobius they live on. Yeah, Skunksburg. Uh mm-hmm. uh Or France, I don't know. It's it's the yeah. Um so That's uh, where um that's where Antoine is from also. Yeah. It's, he's, they're from Mo, the Mobius French Quarter. Well, uh, good to know that all uh, French Mobians suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Sonic, uh, hitches a ride on the plane that, uh, the other characters are flying. Uh, distinctly not Tails, it's Antoine flying the plane. I know. Uh, <laughs> Weird. Tails is like in the uh, cover photo. Yeah. And he's like distinctly. It's not, not Rotor. Here. It's not Rotor either, who's also kind of a techie guy. Yeah. Uh so the unfortunately the robot activates uh and they they have to fight it. Uh did you guys want a jealous Sonic plotline? Hmm. Well, I didn't, but well, um, someone Ken did. Penders did, uh, so he wrote it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. So they're fighting this robot. It like transforms into a big spider once more people start showing up, and they establish like, uh, it's able to react to uh bigger threats by becoming more dangerous. Uh, it grabs onto the plane. Uh, 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 Jeffrey pulls out a gun. Well, it's a bullet gun. Uh, and, uh, Sally provides a scrambler. Uh, so this is the part where uh, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy is evil. Because earlier Sonic mm -hmm. was chasing the plane and he got zapped. And it didn't really show from where he got zapped. Um, and Mm -hmm. at this point, Sonic goes to stop the robot but he gets zapped instantly. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. So the skunk guy is attacking him. 
like because he's evil and he sucks. But no, Mm -hmm. no, he turns out to have the gun that works. He does shoot a bola net over the robot, which does not work at all. It's pretty funny. And uh, so Sonic's got to shove this cartridge into the uh, back of the robot. So uh he co- they come up with a plan uh uh Antoine or Jeffrey's guys are shooting at it uh it's like a sniper spotter combo yeah for a robot that's uh, like 10 feet away mhm uh uh they're going to use the plane they use the plane to like distract the robot uh Sally gets grabbed and uh lands conveniently in Jeffrey's arms uh Sonic, like, shoves the cartridge in. They sniper rifle the robot and blow it up. Uh, and the story ends with, uh, 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 they've stopped the train. They're, like, looting it for supplies. Uh, Jeffrey kisses Sally again. Uh, great. Uh, uh, Tails goes, ooh, Sonic is not gonna like this. Mm-hmm. And Antoine says, why do all the nice girls go after mean guys? <laughs> uh, so, Broder, no, no. They all, they just sort of leave and Sonic, like, thinks about, damn, I hate that guy in the beret. I'm going to figure out a way to get revenge on him. As the train pulls away. Uh, yeah, so this might have been mis- me misreading the whole Sally-Sonic thing. I thought it was always, like, Sonic thought of her as, like, a good friend, and Sally also thought that, and everyone's like, ooh, I bet they're in a relationship, and Sonic's like, I have never thought about that once in my life. Mm-hmm. But I guess I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the story ends with the editor asking us, what do you think uh, he should do to win the hand of of the fair Princess Sally. Write us and stay tuned for more in future issues. Nothing. She should do nothing. Yeah. Um, Sonic is Arrow Ace. Um, Sally's a lesbian. Mm-hmm. They're gay. Yeah. Uh, Sally is dating the rabbit. Uh, Sonic is Arrow Ace and has never thought about relationships once in his entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that raccoon, that skunk should be in jail. Mm-hmm. He should be. He's an adult man! He's an uh-huh. man. Uh, uh, we, after waiting for however many months since the uh, Nichols Chaotic special, we get a follow-up that's just two pages of Knuckles. Like two pages. Uh, he's walking around thinking about his fr- friends that are- Yeah, he's him. really walking. <laughs> uh, there's, he's being spied on by Archimedes. Uh, who's wearing a big, funny cowboy hat like a weasel we know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, of course. Uh, All I'm saying? Knack yeah. the Archimedes. Yeah. Knack the Archimedes. Uh, or this is the return of uh, Sonic OVA Knuckles, who also had a big, funny cowboy hat. Yeah. He's gonna get, he's gonna beat him up and get the hat. Uh, yeah, he's gonna, he's like, there can only be one Knuckles in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, we 
get our last story for this issue, which is part one of a story featuring Rotor. Uh, uh, Rotor is woken up by a radio, which he then explains to Sonic and Sally is a gift from his mother, uh, that he kept around for sentimental reasons. Uh, and it activates again. It's his mom asking for help. Uh. Hmm. Yeah. So. Hmm. Uh. Rotor's family is from the Arctic. Uh. And we see he like. Fig- he like shows us on a big computer screen where they live. It's the North Pole. Uh. It's one of the last pristine wilderness areas. Uh. Sally gives him permission to go. Uh, Rotor's gonna go by himself because this is a Rotor solo story. Family business. Uh, it's family business. Just like he the get- Winchesters. He gets in a bathysphere, uh, and, uh, the reader is encouraged to help him get there by solving a fun maze. Mm-hmm. Uh, give it a try. <laughs> give it a try. Uh, I wonder if, I feel like this is something they do in, like, I wonder if they do this in, like, regular Archie Comics issues or something. It sounds like something. Yeah. Uh, so, he ends up at the frozen North Sea, where his mom and his brother Skeeter live. Uh, he, he gets over to, to where they are, but they're just blank and motionless. Everyone here is blank and motionless. Until, uh, a a net a voiceover like a PA tells them to go into the hidden fortress in the iceberg. Uh and if you don't, you're gonna get clubbed by uh ice bots who are SWAT bots, but they have square heads like an ice cube. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh it's it's Robotnik. He's like, I recognize that voice. Fuck, it's Robotnik. I gotta play along and pretend to be zombified. Yeah. Uh, he detonated a neuron bomb over the colony, uh, and, uh, the fallout has made them mindless thralls. Uh, he originally was gonna go for a polar ice cap situation, creating a sort of water world, but, the budget's too much, so instead he's going to freeze the world. Uh, by the way, uh, the movie Waterworld, uh, came out in 1995. What a weird reference. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess it was topical, but it is weird. I guess. It's one of those references Uh, that I'm just like, okay, I know it's like this one's for the parents, but like what child is reading that being like, oh shit, I love that movie. mm -hmm. I'm taking my, I'm taking my kids to see the new Kevin Costner film, Waterworld. Uh, Like me as a small child. Oh boy. I can't wait to see how good Jane Triplehorn is in this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved her performance in Basic Instinct. Uh, what 
Yeah, the budget was $175 million USD uh-huh. in 1995. I know, it was kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, one of the robots smacks Rotor on the ass, and, uh... He <laughs> says uh, buenos dias. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, Rotor is caught, uh... Or his cover is blown. Yeah, Rudder goes imbecile. Uh, Yeah. Uh, He runs away, and uh, he trips, and his hands are run over by a car. Uh, (laughs) But... uh, But for real, he gets a club thrown on his head, and he falls in the water. Uh, And then the robot does, like, a fun little, like, dance, because he's so excited for killing Rudder. Yeah. Yeah, it's me when I get a kill in uh, uh, Fortnite or whatever. Yeah, this robot uh, starts doing the Orange Justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that ends this issue, and we move on to issue number 32. <sighs> uh, our last issue for tonight. Uh... uh and this is this first story, Blast from the Past. Uh Sonic and his Sonic and the Freedom Fighters are dealing with being chased by SWAT bots in a tundra of some sort. Uh very weird if you're like me and not paying attention and being like, Wait, but I thought Rotor was by himself in the tundra and being like, Wait, that's a different story. <laughs> they went to go visit him. They said, Hey man, how you doing? Yeah. Not well. <laughs> I am not doing I well. I got clubbed over the head. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as it turns out, part of this patrol of SWAT bots chasing after them is Sonic's old dog, Mutsky. Uh, it, he was his best friend, the only dog he liked more than a chili dog. Uh, I, I do love looking at uh, the dog, the flesh dog Mutsky versus the robot Mutsky in the panel below. They're and very different looking. I know. I also, it's in. I'm like Sonic. How did you recognize? It's him? because there's only one dog on this planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's the last dog. Because I'm uh, like Chuck looks like Chuck, but this yeah. dog is very different. There's only one dog on the whole planet. Uh, yeah. Uh, S- Sonic tries to help Mutsky, but uh, all, he, all he can do is get Mutsky to stop and call off the patrol. I guess. Uh, they leave. But thankfully, Uncle Chuck is here to help them figure out a plan. Uh... So they uh they're about to start on a new plan when uh Antoine trips and falls and uh hits a big ice a big chunk of ice with a with a guy inside it. We do get an incredible panel where Antoine is falling and dying and like breaking all his bones and Tails is just pointing and being like, "Look everyone, Antoine's doing a sonic spin." Yeah. Uh I love that so- 
Tails also enjoys when Antoine gets hurt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's a prehistoric Mobian bear. Uh, and so they take him back to Knothole to revive him. That's what they're doing now. Uh, Gee, I'm sure glad that he's in there and we're out here and he's in the sheriff and we're out here and he's in there. But I just remembered where and there. But what I want to know is, where's the caveman? Uh, <laughs> the caveman, they say he's a bear. He yeah. looks... He looks like a guy. Like a guy with... Like, the ears are a little funny, but they're not even bear ears. I don't know. He's got a... Yeah, he looks like what I expect, like, a cartoon caveman from the Sonic era to look like. He he looks like kind one of, a, of those dog people from... Uh, from, like, Mickey Mouse stuff. Yeah! Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Where he's just got, like, the nose, but otherwise looks like a person. Uh, yeah, this is, like, I know Pete isn't a dog, which I learned recently, he's a cat, mm -hmm. um, but he looks like, what if they were like, oh, we have prehistoric Pete here. Yeah. Uh, but he's a bear, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, he's a bear. Uh, they make a little thing to thaw him out but it's gonna take several days uh sonic being incredibly bored uh is about to leave when he accidentally bumps into the thawing laser machine and just sets it to max and instantly melts the ice uh why did he think this was a good idea though like it ends up being fine spoilers but why was he like, yeah, let's do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, the caveman goes apeshit, uh, smashes the thawing device, uh, starts running around, but thankfully, he, his, uh, rampage is stopped by Bunny Rabot. By got him here. remembering his, um, heterosexual past. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so... They, uh, try to figure out a plan. Uh, uh, Bunny comes up with one, because he had he had a little brush. So Bunny figures he must be like a cave painter or something. So she draws a little picture of the caveman and her and Sonic being friends. Uh, it works. He remembers his heteronormative nuclear cave family. Uh... <laughs> Who also you know, had a dog. They also had a dog. Uh, and he Do you think away. Sonic's dog is like an immortal dog who just like has existed forever? Because mm-hmm. he's like almost the same color as Mutsky. Much to consider. Uh, but uh, he runs off for some cave, a mountain range with a bunch of caves in it. Uh, Sonic follows and sees our caveman, uh, being confronted by SWAT bots. Uh, Sonic rescues him by spinning around a bunch and creating a little tornado. Uh, it works, but it leaves Sonic dizzy and he walks directly into a, uh, stalagmite. Uh, then Mutsky's here. Uh, the caveman, who has had a rope this whole time, uh, lassos onto a tree branch and swings and saves him. 
He's about to smash Mutsuki to pieces when Sonic, who does not want his favorite dog smashed to pieces, uh, makes him a little cave painting showing that he and the dog are friends. Can we talk yeah. about Mutsuki doing the thirsty flower pose in this scene? He, he kind of does the oh, thirsty flower God. pose. I would he just like to point does. it out. No real comment uh, on it, just that he's doing it. Yeah. All dogs do this. Uh, you know? <laughs> all dogs really be thirsty little flowers. Mm-hmm. You have to give them water. Regular uh, water! Which, <laughs> which is in a bowl. Just a bowl of regular water. Uh, yeah. Can't hydrate because he's a robot. Yeah, from the writers of All Dogs Go to Heaven comes All Dogs Are Thirsty Little Flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, they, they are able to make Mutsuki a nor- a norm- they are able to help Mutsuki regain his, uh, sentience? Yeah. He's kind of like, um, Chuck, where he's still a robot, but he, like, recognizes Sonic, and mm-hmm. he's good now, but robot. Yeah. Yeah, Chuck just yeah. downloads uh, goodboy.exe into his brain. So mm-hmm. true. Uh, so, Uncle Chuck figures the best solution for this caveman is to take him to a jungle, which is probably as close to home as he can get. Uh, uh, he shakes paws with Mutsky and accidentally breaks off the paw. But it's okay, because he's a robot. Uh, is it though? <laughs> I yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, he's fine. He looks fine. He's happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get and hey, do you remember the Chaotix? No, who are they? Uh, who? Who? They're they're here. Uh, in some mysterious dark room. Uh, uh, they're being told by a mysterious voice that, uh, uh, he's keeping them prisoner just for now. Uh, he, like, opens a door and they're in, like, a weird tech base. We do get another shot uh, of SBO from, uh, Straight On again, and it still looks bad. Yeah. It looks real <laughs> bad. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the thing is about SBO's design is the horn is essentially a substitute for the nose, but... Yeah, but it's like on his, like, eyebrows, uh, so it's just, it's always real bad. Yeah. Uh, they go through this tech base and see the shadow of Archimedes. It can't be. We'll have to find out next month. Because right now... Right now, Rotor's just having a good time. Yeah. He's uh, just chilling. Oh, I get it. Uh, he get. Yeah. He gets rescued by those Arctic Freedom Fighters from, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog number 26. Uh, he's like a polar bear and a seal. I remember this story. I, I don't remember what happened in the story, but. Yeah. Uh, I remember these guys. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That's yeah. my extent with knowing these guys is oh I vaguely remember you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they another French wrote... character. A lot of French people in this comic by Americans. Uh this one, however, is not meant to be hated. Uh yeah, he's on a so... thin ice. Da 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 yeah. da. No, don't you see? Mm. They have eyelashes. Yeah, that means girl. That means girl. Uh, well then. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, <laughs> No, I didn't see that. She and... Yeah, I know! Yeah. <laughs> uh, Honestly, the they're seal. non-binary to me. Mm-hmm. Celia the seal and Augustus the polar bear. Uh, they figure out a, the exact plan to uh, defeat this. Which is to provide a big wooden horse as a gift to uh, Dr. Robotnik. Who just, like, falls for it. It works every time. It always works. It, it's, it's, it's a survive the test of time. Evergreen plan. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, they jump out, they beat up the robots, uh... And, uh, Robotnik counters by, uh, sending all of Robotnik's friends, family, and, uh, fellow walruses, uh, to attack them. God. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're saying, must destroy Rotor, must destroy Rotor. But, uh, uh, they figure out a plan. Uh, Augustus leaves Rotor on the edge while, uh, he goes under and just smashes through the ice. So they're all stuck on a little floating piece of ice. I do uh, love how kind of standoffish Augustus is with Rotor for no reason. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't like this guy. Yeah, he's always just kind of like, okay, so um, you're going to stay right here and I'm going to jump into the water. That's my plan. And he's like, that's not a great plan. And he's like, uh, yeah, sure, bud. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's so angry. Yeah. He doesn't like Rotor for some reason. Yeah. Uh, Broder's family and the villagers are left to float on this ice with a little communicator. Uh, uh, and maybe someday we'll see what happens to them. I don't know. Um, I genuinely don't remember if they follow up on this or not. Yeah, they're uh, all still mind-controlled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're just left, like, mind-controlled yeah. by the end of this. What's yeah. the communicator uh, gonna do? Is he gonna, like, check in every day, be like, you guys still mind-controlled? Uh, the, the editor leaves a little note telling us that if we want to see what happens, we gotta send in some, some letters and ask for more rotor stories. Well, I'm gonna send in a letter right now and be like, what happened? Mm hmm Uh, and that's it. For today, uh, let's see how. Let let's see. Okay, yeah, let's uh, do some asks. Uh, I think we've gone on a bit long, so I won't read from the uh, Sonic Encyclopedia. So, uh, let's. Uh, okay, our first question. Let's see questions. Questions. Uh. Okay, uh, 
no questions on Twitter. If you want to send in a question, you can either send it into our Twitter in response to an ask tweet on at ShuffleSonic, or you can uh, send in a question anytime at your leisure uh, in the Sonic Shuffle Discord, linked in the Twitter and in the show notes. Uh, Teddy asks, Allegedly, Knuckles is the last of his living re- relatives, but doesn't he have an aunt or something? Uh, I, yeah, that's to call. Yeah, and she keeps oh, trying yeah, to tell him about his, like, deep, mysterious past, and he says, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No, uh, do not tell me it, fucking to call. Uh. Also, like... Also, she's um, not yeah, alive. she is technically like, she's... dead. She yeah. is, like, fully a ghost. <laughs> well, I'm sure... We also saw Knuckles' uh, great-grandpa the last time we talked uh, about Archie. So we know about that guy. Oh, God. I'm, I'm sure we won't... I'm sure that that's his only other relative. I hope they meet someday. I'm just, like, uh, remembering that we are in full Ken Penders era. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Great. Uh, Jasmine Sidmons asks a similar question. Are adaptation-only family members of the original cast something you vibe with, or does that lead way to Penders? Adaption-only um, members of the original cast. Yeah. What do you mean? Or basically, if in an adaptation they give them a relative, or of some, if an an adaptation of something they give someone a relative, like say Uncle Chuck. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, it's fine. I think it can. It's fine. It fleshes out backstory. It can provide new, interesting characters. Um, I just hate Kempender so much. Mm-hmm. So. You know, much to consider when doing this. I Maybe if it wasn't written by Ken Penders. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, but like, I say this, but then I know there's like, for every Ken Penders, there's another writer who also makes me mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, people do make adapt, like, family members. A lot of times it's like, these two, these two characters probably hetero characters to have sex have baby in like a later like in the future yeah it's like sonic and sally acorn fuck once and then they have family yeah and like that can get annoying but there's also a small part of my fandom brain that takes joy in that so Mm, it's like something that i think in general like like because it's like something that I do in my head like oh these characters what if they got together and had a child I don't know but like that was more something I did when I was a kid but like if you're just talking about like other family members like that's fine usually yeah, and it can also be fun if it was like, oh, this character's like, I'm the last of my people, and it's like, oh, but what if you had, like, a cool, mysterious, like, sister, or, like, you had, like, a cool, mysterious, like, cousin who was really cool, and, like, you guys had to get to angsty, like, damn, I'm not the last of my people. That's fun. That's fun, yeah. yeah just, it can be ruined, but it can also be fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. 
it's a slippery slope into um, my name is Ray Palpatine and uh, my grandfather was El- Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Isn't Kylo Ren kind of uh, that also? <laughs> yeah, Kylo Ren's the like, oh, two characters we knew had a child. Uh, Ray Palpatine is, did you know Ray is related to this guy who sh- Who's apparently old? fucked once? <laughs> who apparently fucked once. Yeah. And had a child he never mentioned. Yeah, that should. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Shivi Palpat, Shivi Palps did not die a virgin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Shivi Palpatine's like, I need to fuck once. Uh, Trishura asks, I once had a dream. I met Renfield T. Roden, and he was wearing a sensible polo. Who's the weirdest person who's ever shown up in your dreams? I, like, hmm. only remember my dreams, like, maybe 50% of the time, so I don't know. And that's I'm generous. I'm obsessed with this idea of Renty Rodent wearing a nice, like, polo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is... I'm sorry, I can't upsetting. even think about my dreams right now. This is such a good image in my head. Mm-hmm. I Was the collar popped? It's gotta be, right? Mm. It's gotta be. Right. Like, if he's gonna wear a polo, it's still gotta be... There's got to be something like that, you know? Ah, oh, the collar yeah. has to be popped. Or, like, Maybe he has was... to have, like, a coat that's, like, flashy and shit, if not, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's a nice shade of blue. Oh, uh, that's so oh. good. That's so uh, good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't remember, like, what was the weirdest dream I... I think actually the weirdest uh, dream I ever had was um, I remember when I was younger, I dreamt that um, Smaug from The Hobbit uh, ate my brother. Mm-hmm. Damn. At like our local gas station. Mm-hmm. I'm having a truck. I don't remember enough dreams to tell you. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure there's one That's- weirder than that, but I like Same. I just can't remember. There is one I have that's, like, really old. It's funny that I don't remember my more recent dreams. Like, I think it's... There's just this one image I have in my head of, like, a basilisk. Mm -hmm. Maybe because I... Maybe I was watching, like, Chamber of Secrets or something. Um, God, speaking of people who ruin story, Well, who do a lot of weird shit with family. Ugh. Ugh! Anyway, let me. Um, but I, I remember a dream. being the story. That's all I was trying to say. <laughs> I wrote down a weird dream some time ago. Let me see. I've, I wrote it down. I know exactly what Discord I sent it in. So let me see if I can find my description of my dream. Yeah, my problem uh, is normally I don't have like dreams where weird characters show up. Normally I have dreams that feel a little too real and bother me for the rest of the day. Yeah, uh, I have uh, like. Nowadays, I have, it's weird, because I have more dreams now, because I take meds <laughs> than I, but mm. I just, they're so, like, normal, I guess, now. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I had a weird, like, the weirdest thing that happens is, like, I did something weird with my friends. So there's not a weird character, it's just, like, a weird event, and my friends were there. Yeah, yeah my dreams are <laughs> like, oh, I went into work, and, like... One of our, like, lab machines was broken, and I couldn't fix it. Yeah! And I'm like, shit. Well, I looked up the dream uh, that I wrote down. Uh, 
I was fleeing a fa- a massive family of wealthy cannibals. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, and while I was running from them, there was a whole musical number where they were, like, describing me in the various ways you would describe food. I think it was... I think the tune was something like an Oingo Boingo song, because I that remember sounds sick a really as fuck. good synthesizer in it. Uh, that sounds so good. The rest of the dream was normal. It just suddenly became that. Uh, uh, so, yeah, that's my weird dream. As far as, like, people showing up in my dreams, uh... The only ones I can immediately recall are various family members. Uh, I can't remember if anyone famous has shown up in a dream of mine. Uh, alright. I think that's it for questions. Uh, so... Uh, oh! Yes, I remember now. I feel we're due for a fan zone, so... Uh, I was thinking... Uh, we read some more comics. Uh, but different comics this time. I think... We should read, uh, Tyson Hess's old Sonic comics, uh, if I can find them. Let me see real quick. Uh, yes, Boxer Hockey is, hmm, there might, let's see, okay, Boxer Hockey Archive, okay, I can probably look up the, the old Tyson Hess comics easy, uh, if not, I'll see where else I can look. Uh, but I'll re- be reading those, and we'll be reading a bit of uh, the uh, Hydroxian webcomic uh, Hanging Out, which stars uh, Metal Sonic and Amy. Hell yeah. Uh, so look forward to it. All right. I'm always excited to see yeah. more Metal Sonic. Mm-hmm. Especially when he doesn't have a mouth. Uh, yeah. I... Well, uh oh. Hang on. Uh oh. Uh, well, the good, they, I think he is, he is drawn with a mouth, but he's also completely re- redesigned for when he has a mouth. I think he like takes on this like fake Moby and Okay, that's funny. Or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, that's that. Uh, so until next time. Uh, oh, plugs, plugs. What am I thinking? Uh, okay, uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all, all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter, uh, at biggerchallenge. You can find my YouTube, where I've got some videos of me playing Fallout 4, uh, with mods on it. You can listen to my other podcasts, which include Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Uh, we're, we're getting to the end of season three of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. It's, uh, one of the, uh, Discord users, uh, described, uh, this era of GX as being the sickos only. It mode. is! <laughs> uh, so look forward to that. Uh, you can listen to Video Games, the movie, the podcast, a video game movie review podcast I do with my friend Maxi. Uh, and, uh, we can, er, our episode for this month will be, uh, Super Mario Brothers, The Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peach with 
special guest, Sky. Uh, and you can also listen to my finished podcast, Chill Bleed, about Ill Bleed, and my inactive podcast, Stranger's Fiction, which is an actual play. And uh, last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, one that recently passed was uh, Second Passover. Happy Second Passover, Xbox. Uh, Morg, where can we find you? You can find me at Haunting the Morg on Twitter. That's Haunting the M-O-R-G. You can also find me on my other podcasts. Um, Departure Lounge still exists. Um, but my active podcasts are Forward Forward ReZero, a ReZero Watch podcast, and Digimon Ghost Gaze, a Digimon Ghost Game podcast. Uh... We just put out another Digimon Ghost Gayest episode, which is like our kind of spin-off-y thing while there was like a, a hiatus because it was like a recap episode recently and we talked about Gay Tamers episodes between Ranamon and uh, Rookie. And, um, yeah, Digimon's gay. <laughs> uh... Devin, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me also on a Hunter Hunter podcast called Going Well Hunting, and that is it mm-hmm. right now. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter at Shuffle Sonic. You can find our Discord, which is starting to have a little more discussion. It's it's good to see. Yeah. Uh, and you can also find us. On noisepace.xyz. Uh, noisepace.xyz is a podcast network, uh, with many, many shows on it. Uh, and we like to shout out these shows in our alphabetical shout out list. So, uh, this week's shout out is Giants Confirmed. Uh, let's see. It is about uh, Trevor Ikras and Matt Ribeiro, aka Matt GameCube, uh, talking about they might be giants. They go from album to album, uh, talking about, uh, how great they might be giants is. Uh, the most recent episode is, oh, huh. Okay. The most recent episode is from March 5th, 2021, uh, Matt and Trevor interviewed for The Burr. Uh, or is this... Wait, is this an episode? Yes, this is an episode. Uh, they they were on uh, the Kent State publication The Burr to talk about the band they love. Uh, and they've included some audio from that interview as part of the episode. Uh... And before that, the previous proper episode was on a year earlier, March 20th, 2020, uh, episode 73, Sense Around. Uh, let's see. And, of course, we may have a lot of shows on Noise Space, but there's a lot of other shows that aren't on the network, but are made by friends of ours. And uh, this week's uh, network shout-out is... Ham Radio. Uh, it is a Hamtaro watch along podcast. Oh my god. Uh, uh, that rules. Let's go. 
by Gary Mal and a rotating cast of guests. Uh, hmm. I think the the link provided isn't working, but I will see if I can find this podcast. Give me a second. Ham radio podcast. Uh, no, these are, hmm. Let me see here. Uh, this is harder to find than I thought it would be. Uh, is it even up? Is it online? Only available for the worthy. Um, oh, here we go. Ham Radio. Uh, looks like they only ever made three episodes in 2021. Oh! Bummer. Uh, yeah. Well, plenty more for the future, then. Yeah. Uh, so I will just, uh, yeah, they talked about, they did an episode zero, they did one on the first two episodes, and then they did one on the third and fourth episodes. Uh, yeah, uh, but maybe you can go back and listen to that. It seems nice, even if they didn't get to cover much. Uh, so, uh, uh, until next time, Sonic is real, he is strong, and he is my friend. He is the only blue live that matters. The only one. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.